E-commerce expansion myths blasted. Successful cross-border expansion help. Listen to the show to hear how one UK company is helping e-commerce sellers successfully expand into Europe and double their profits. Hosted by Andy Hooper of Global E-commerce Experts. Hi everyone, so uh, welcome to the next instalment of our uh, webinar series. Thank you very much to all those that have joined us. And we're looking about how you sell off of Amazon. What are the next steps? You know, you've expanded, you've started off Amazon. It started really, really well. Where's the next step to go to? What do you need to think about and where you need to go? So, uh, the agenda for today, top platforms in the EU, um, how to move away from Amazon, the benefits to using a website, differences between Amazon and a website, and then Q&A. What we really want to focus on today is giving you the, the fundamentals of, of how to expand, linking into our um, expansion um, success pathway, and giving you the options and the knowledge. And we're going to come back and dive deeper into all of these at a later date, so you can have that and more information as well, should you need that. So my name is Andy Hooper. I am going to be your host this evening or this afternoon or this morning, depending about where you are in the world. Uh, I'm from Global E-Commerce Experts, and uh, this is part of our uh, webinar series to help our sellers to successfully expand into Europe. Thank you very much for giving up your valuable time to, to do this. Um, we do appreciate it, and uh, hopefully you'll get a huge amount from it. Uh, hashtag expand the series, and if you want to get, uh, uh, get in touch with us, you can always do it on our Expanders Facebook group, GEE Expanders. Now, all this information that we, we, we were able to pull together is the experience of expanding over 2,000 sellers. So we've worked with all of these sellers across all the different uh, products that we work with, and that really gives us the real insights to be able to give you the exact things you need to look at and where you need to take your, your business when you're expanding. I've got over 10 years' experience in e-commerce. Uh, e uh, started off selling silicon watches in Amazon, and then built and developed from there. Now, I am ably assisted, if not better assisted, by two uh, members of our team that if you've been on some of the other webinars, you may well have seen. Uh, the first one is Dave. Um, Dave, are you there? I'm here, can you hear me? I can indeed, yes, can I see? Yes, I can see you. So uh, Dave, do you want to do a little intro to yourself? Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, I've been at GE for a little over a year and a half now. Uh, working on the digital team, doing various things there, but uh, focusing specifically on Amazon and other e-commerce platforms like we're going to be talking to you about today. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Dave. Uh, and we are also assisted, with Dar told you it was a triple header, uh, by Sophie. Sophie, are you there? I am. Hello. Hi, excellent. So thank you very much, Sophie. Sophie, can you give a little intro as well? I can indeed. So I'm Sophie. I've been at GE for almost a year now and I work on the compliance and the digital team here at GE, working on label compliance and digital platforms like social and Amazon. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Sophie. So uh, we are going to go straight into it. But before we do that, I just want to touch on, on the success pathway because everything we're doing apart through the webinar series is building up through this, through this success pathway. So we've started off with the compliance, we've done the marketplace launch, and that's, that's really our first two basic steps. You know, we're making sure our, our products are compliant, we're making sure we're VAT registered, and then we're taking our uh, products and launching them onto a marketplace. Amazon is typically where most of our clients start, 
getting the listings and the translations and everything else set. And that really gives us the core fundamentals to grow from there. Uh, in recent weeks, we've talked about promotion. We've talked about the social side. We've talked about ads and vouchers. Um, we're now moving on to the website section of that. And for me, you know, we're, we're taking uh, our, our sort of progress to taking our expansion to the next level. Because you know, whilst Amazon is amazing as a great launching platform, uh, actually to successfully expand and to be relevant forever more, then actually having a solid website of your own is actually the key way to go. Uh, so I think that's really, really key. Uh, in the uh, initial marketplace launch, we did discuss other marketplaces that were available. You know, eBay, Wish, um, Wayfair, you know, there's a whole load of them that you could do, Etsy and so on. Um, eBay, uh, so there's a whole load that you could do. We're not going to dive too deep into that today, but bear in mind that when you are looking at alternatives to Amazon, they're also available. But what we're really trying to focus on today is how we go from the promotion into the website stage. All right, so just, uh, just think about that as we're going through, really try and stay focused on that next step. All right, and that's where we're, we're going to lead to. Okay, so uh, website building today, we're going to discuss the sort of the T2 for three different platforms. We're going to look at how you move away from Amazon, the benefits of that, the things to consider, and then we're going to break with slight tradition and move into more of a Q&A. So the team of, uh, I believe they've developed some questions uh, and they're going to basically then quiz me. Now they've not told me what they are, so uh, there is a bit of a lottery there for me. Um, that might make great viewing for you, um, but we will see. Uh, so I'm going to move on. I'm going to hand to one of the team. I'm not sure who's taking over from here, but I'm going to hand you over to either Dave or Sophie. Over to you, Dave or Sophie. Hi, guys. Yeah, so I'm going to start talking a little bit about Amazon. So when you're first starting out in the world of e-commerce, a natural starting point is to sell on Amazon as it doesn't require a lot of startup investment. The website does a lot of the heavy lifting for you and you can get quick access to an existing audience, which is exactly what you want when you're starting out. However, as your business starts to grow, you're going to start to see the flaws of doing businesses uh, business through large e-commerce sites like Amazon, from the sheer number of competitors you're up against to the number of fees that you're charged. Moving away from Amazon and similar sites is just a natural choice as your business grows. That doesn't mean to say that you shouldn't use Amazon at all, but having a website just gives you more control over things like your fees, sales and customer data, which is key to really growing your business and reaching your full potential as a company. So if you're ready to move away from Amazon, you're going to need to build a website. You need to market that website so that your customers can find you and you're going to have um, and brand your business rather so it can so you can stand out. So how can you start to move on to a website? You need to start planning your transition. In an ideal world, you'd build your website, list all of your products, press go and get hundreds of sales. But realistically, that's not very likely to happen unless you have a big following on social media, an engaged email list, and customers who already know who you are. While working on moving primarily to your own website and building up your business, you're gonna need a plan. So you'll want to keep selling on Amazon to start with, even if you want to move off of Amazon completely. The idea here being that you're not gonna just cut off your revenue source from Amazon and throw everything into your website. Amazon's gonna give you that steady stream of income whilst your website starts to gain that traction and you can start taking your brand to the next level and start bringing in additional income from your website. 
So you're going to need to make sure that you're building your social following and email lists, as we discussed in last week's webinar, so that you actually have traffic to send to your new website. And as well as using social media and email marketing and other sources to drive traffic to your website, there are also a few ways to encourage your Amazon customers to purchase on your website rather than Amazon. Though it is against Amazon's policy to encourage customers to shop through your website, you could give them the option to register the product that they've bought from your Amazon store through your website for an added benefit such as an additional year's warranty, which is going to bring them directly to your website. Another, another method that we've had uh, great success with is to actually not list all of your products on Amazon. So for example, let's say that you're selling a razor. If you were to sell just the razor starter kit on Amazon, and then list the individual items such as your shaving foam, your replacement razor heads on your website, when a customer needs to buy one of these individual items, they're gonna come straight to your website to make the purchase. So that's a really good way of getting your Amazon customers to your website. Next thing, you're gonna to need to build your brand. And while you likely have a business name already in order to list your products on Amazon, you're gonna to need to build a full brand for your website. So your brand identity is more than just a logo and a color scheme. It's how customers view your business. And yes, your logo and colors are gonna affect that, but it's much more than that. It's about portraying the right images to your customer, the right messages, getting across your brand's personality and unique selling point. And your website is gonna to need to reflect all of these things. So you're going to want to start by examining the products that you sell and who is currently buying them. So, for example, if you sell luxury soaps, your branding needs to exude luxury to your customers. Everything on your website and in your marketing and social media needs to match and support your branding and brand values. That includes website design, the photos you use, the copyright, and even how your customer support responds to customers. You want your customers to be getting a consistent message at every touch point and start to recognize and build trust with your brand. That's how you're really going to grow your website and start growing your company to where you want it to be. And last but not least, you're going to need to build an optimized website. So alongside the necessities of selling products like shopping cart systems and hosting product pages, your website also needs to be optimized. That means that all your web page loads correctly and quickly, that contact forms work, links work, and page transitions are smooth. And it also means doing a bit of SEO work, so that's search engine optimization, on each page, making sure that they have the correct keywords and meta descriptions so that new and current customers can find your product through search engines, which is similar to how uh, your keywords on Amazon listings work. It's just at a much bigger scale. So we're going to move on now to talk about the top three platforms in the EU. There are others available, so these aren't the only options out there, but these are generally the most popular. So we'll start off with Shopify. So out of all the three websites that we're going to talk about, Shopify is the pure e-commerce platform, which was created purely for an online shop. Therefore, it does offer more advanced e-commerce capabilities by default. It is the most expensive out of the three, but it does have more features. Uh, for example, the app integrations that you have. So you can get uh, integrations for conversion optimization tools, such as lead generation pop-ups that will offer coupons uh, or free value in exchange for the customer's email address, which will help you build your email lists. Uh, you can get things like an upsell pop-up integrated with your page that will offer your customer additional items whilst they're on the checkout page. The list is really endless. Uh, the Shopify app store is huge. So there's some great apps to entice new customers, encourage repeat purchases, and meet your customers' needs when they come to your website. So Shopify is probably the main platform. We'll move on to Wix, which is the cheapest platform out of the three. Uh, it's really easy to use and design your storefront. It's a drag and drop type website builder, which offers you loads of templates to choose from. 
Uh, it's generally better for the smaller businesses as it doesn't uh, hold as much as Shopify. Uh, it does have an app store though, again, not as many options as Shopify. So it just depends on what, how, uh, how many customers you're likely to get. And then last but not least, we've got Squarespace, which was actually originally designed for blogging, but now allows selling products. Uh, it's probably the most powerful creative tool out of the three website builders, has a, a massive range of templates and designs available, and again, uses that drag and drop type design. Uh, unfortunately, Squarespace doesn't have an app store, so if the feature isn't already included on the platform, you can't implement it, which isn't ideal. Uh, it's slightly more expensive than Wix, but it is still cheaper than some of Shopify's more premium packages. So again, it really does depend on your business and what you want out of your website. So I think that's it for me from now. I'm going to pass over to Dave, who's going to go through some of the benefits of using these platforms rather than Amazon. Thanks, Sophie. Um, so yeah, as, as, as you were saying, they, uh, the differences between kind of your own store there and Amazon, while Amazon is an amazing platform to often start your business due to the sheer size of it, its popularity growing in the last few decades now, it's, it's absolutely huge and it's massively saturated with other sellers. So to actually take your business off of Amazon to your own store is really where, where you're going to take your, your business, your brand to the next level uh, and creating your own store on one of the uh, on one of the e-commerce uh, kind of platforms or self-made uh, self-created websites that Sophie discussed. And there are some others as well. Uh, they're just kind of like the top ones in the EU. Uh, is really going to have have some benefits, uh, but like she mentioned, with the uh, more control over what your consumer sees, uh, how you can manage customer data more um, better there, and then fewer restrictions of freedom with fees and things like that. So looking uh, firstly at branding, uh, you can make and build a brand that really stands out. Now, in terms of building a brand, Amazon really isn't the way to go. Uh, all you get is a kind of product listing on their platform, their page. You get their, you get very much get their branding. You see Amazon logo at the top. You're surrounded by hundreds of other similar products to your own, which are all competitors. It's, there's nothing really about it that really screams you and your brand unless your imagery is really, really uh, clear and, and can convey uh, uh, the personality of your brand that well, which I, I'm going to say it probably doesn't. Um, so even with uh, enhanced brand content and, and storefronts that we've talked about in previous webinars that Amazon can provide to you, it still doesn't uh, hold a hold a flame to the to the creativity you can really produce with the e-commerce sites that you can create yourself and the um, kind of even then uh, there you have to scroll down to get to the enhanced brand content at the bottom of a product listing page you have to click into the uh, branded storefront to find that properly it's very hidden uh, to really convey your 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 brand e-commerce platforms is the way to go and the website builders allow for much more freedom uh, with its design, you can create whole pages dedicated to your brand story, how you came to be, share your vision. You can connect your social medias and, and uh, share posts from, from there directly onto your, your shop, as well as even a blog page to, to give information and value to cons uh, your consumers uh, to help them pers to persuade to buy from you. Uh, it's, all these options really help you to create an amazing identity the buyers can get behind, which just really isn't possible on Amazon. Um, here talking about uh, higher control over your customers information Amazon have very much of a strict policy on not really giving out customers uh, personal information so you can't follow them up with, uh, with emails or, or, or remarketing or anything like that but if you're off you're selling on your own store and somebody buys from you 
the information that you have on your um, kind of basket, your your purchase form is yours is yours to do with uh, what you want. Obviously, within um, the use of data protection acts and things like that. But if you want to create a newsletter and uh, market to these people and create lists from this, you're totally free to do so. And that power is impossible on Amazon. And that's really, really powerful when we talked about several, several webinars ago, the power of social and pushing traffic to, to um, traffic to your websites from social using voucher codes to give specific audiences, discounts and, and things like that. Um, Again, talked about the lowest selling fees in comparison to Amazon. Everyone's, everyone knows the, uh, the fees that Amazon are renowned for with their um, fulfillment fees, the storage fees, long-term storage fees, um, uh, PPC fees, voucher fees, sales fees. It, um, they vary depending on the platform you choose and you go with. Uh, as Sophie said, some of the kind of options out there for you. But as a whole, um, selling through your own store allows you to really retain more of the revenue from a sale and really grow your business much uh, much ex more exponential rate um and then again with more freedom with policies and products uh with amazon there's a lot of policies you kind of have to adhere to the 24-hour uh rule for replying to customers messages while i don't uh, suggest that you leave it for much longer than that on your own on your own store you're allowed to create your policies you're allowed to create your own rules as well as that products there's a lot of products that are, are banned on Amazon um, and you or you have to get approval to sell in certain categories a lot of this is a lot more simple and easier to do on your own platform uh, as you kind of create the rules uh, so to say um, but there are some important things to consider um, and one of them being, if we can just move slide here, the languages and currency. Now, if you're if you're used to selling on Amazon, uh, you, you in the EU specifically, uh, if there if there's a buyer in France, uh, they're going to open up their Amazon. They're already uh, opening up Amazon F.fr, their French Amazon. Most of the listings are already translated into France uh, into French for them. It's all done. The currency is all in euros for them. That's all very automatic. Uh, for you on your store, if you're creating an European store, um, it's very much important that you do that yourself. Uh, you don't want it all automated to be in dollars or to be in um, Great British Pounds and in English. You want it to uh, on the fly change to the location of the person who's who's viewing it. And there are plenty of add-ons and plugins on some of the platforms we we talked about that can automatically do that for you. But some pl uh, platforms you may have to do this more manually. But it's really important to do that. Otherwise, if somebody from, from France comes in through to your website, look, takes a look at your stock stuff, but it's all in English, they don't understand it, they're immediately out there. Um, as Sophie said, ensure it's well optimized. And there's a few kind of things to that. But one is ensure it's well optimized for both mobile and desktop viewing. Again, with Amazon, they're very well optimized for mobile and desktop because they're such a huge company. It's very important for them to make it look right to their audience. But for you, that's something you're going to have to deal with yourself and have to create. Um, so it's really important that when you're creating the stores, you kind of create the, the, the desktop version, the mobile version, you create all the, make sure all the links work, you're not getting any error codes, um, all of, all of that sort of thing. And that has to be really meticulously checked and, and done. So it's, it's not, the store works perfectly. And now SEO is essential. Uh, obviously Amazon have loads of tools, which can help you, uh, help your product be found. Uh, we talked about, um, uh, the search algorithm 
of Amazon where if you're if you have a higher sales velocity or you have a lot of reviews or paid advertising you're going to appear at the top of a search result uh, page but on uh, but on your own store that's not kind of how it works it's really important to do the same sort of keyword backend search terms uh, keywords in the meta tags the front end the back end and everything else like that uh, and that's included you can include that in the blog posts we talked about your um, your brand story and everything else like that uh, so that's kind of it for the benefits and some important things to consider. Is there anything you think I missed, Sophie? Um, I would add um, one of the benefits to having uh, your own website is that you also have the option uh, to use tracking software. Uh, so things like the Facebook Pixel that helps you track like what ad, what ad your customers have come from on your Facebook ads, yeah, what definitely. page they visited, uh, what they click on when they're on each page, what makes them leave your website, uh, which of course you can't do on Amazon. And I think that information can really help you target areas of your website that need improvement and help you determine your customers' uh, shopping behavior and things like that, what makes them purchase, whether it's reading one of your blogs, a call to action on the front page, pop-ups and banners tailored to maybe their previous visit to your website and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then also you can go into retargeting ads and things like that, but we won't dive into on this webinar, but um, they're yeah, all definitely. really uh, Im important things to be able to track. So, yeah. and, uh, another thing to note is if you're, if you're pulling people to your, to your website, um, from so from social for example uh the only obviously if they come through your your link the only when they're at your website everything they're looking at is yours it's your products it's all your brand it's all your thing whereas if you're sending social to your amazon they could quite easily see a, a relate similar related product or a sponsored product based on this all around you and there's so many things that are jumping out at them that it's just making them want to click off to go to your competitors basically but with having an e-commerce store and sending people directly to that that you've kind of at that point you've got them that's that they're, they're looking at your product and your product alone and that's the massive power that your store has over amazon yeah. fantastic uh thank you very much guys i think that's been super useful um i've got a few other bits that i might add in um let's just see what the questions come through at uh, i've got a few other bits to throw in we have had a couple of questions that you've sort of answered i think in most ways but um, let's see if we can get a just a bit of clarification around some of those. So, hi guys. Uh, I said, well, let me just move on to the uh, questions tab. So, if you've got some questions, start firing them away. Um, would be great if you could share legal tactics on leading people from Amazon to your own web store, as margins are always better there. Anything you've seen work for clients. So, let me just start, start with the legal bits, then I'll ask uh, Dave and Sophie some some specifics around that. You know, Amazon's terms of service really are that you can't steal their customers like if you want to wrap it up so you have to be really careful on how you you attract people to your website to get their data so i think sophie mentioned the great way of doing that is by having you know a warranty you sign up for an extra year's warranty on our website um you can't really anymore do a come and grab 10 percent uh, off on our website um for your next purchase you can't really do that uh, it's sort of against terms of service. There are people that do it once they do that and they self-fulfill those products. So you will see people do it who self-fulfill. Um, people do that all the time. It is against terms of service, but you have to be really, really careful because you are putting the, some of that information at risk if you do that. All right. Um, guys, have you, I mean, have you got um, anything else they sort of seen that worked? Uh, no, I mean, only the other thing that I, I did talk about briefly earlier, um, you know, not having all of your products listed on Amazon so that, the you know, 
like for my example with the razor earlier if you sell a razor on amazon if you don't put the uh razor heads on amazon then they have to go directly to your website to buy them and that can get uh, repeat purchases through that way so that would be another way that i would suggest that you try and actually the razors is a good point because i think you can actually have razors on um, on amazon so uh that that would work really really well uh, as in the, the blades it's the blades they don't like okay yeah. um uh, so uh, to clarify, put a little pamphlet with a product they ship from Amazon about extending your warranty by would be okay. Yes, that is okay as long as it's very, very specific that it's about a warranty for the product. Okay, um, if it diverts away from that and Amazon sees that, it were uh, it, it could be deemed as against terms of service. So you do have to be really, really careful. Um, okay, next question. Can you recommend an analytics tool that lets you track visitors coming from Amazon to your website? Use the tool Tend before, which comes close but still limited. Uh, we're good to see how much of uh, website sales can be tracked back to someone finding out about your products on Amazon. I, I, I don't know of any product, um, any software. Is there any guys, have you got any ideas? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't, I, not that I have found. Um... One way you could find out that information is doing like a survey, a customer survey type thing. If they have a pop up uh, when they come on your website, put their email address in, you could ask uh, how they found out about you um, or something like that. But I mean, tracking wise, uh, these sorts of platforms don't typically like to share their tracking information with each other. So it is just a case of using like Google Analytics and the Facebook tracker and things like that, the Facebook pixel tracker. That was my suggestion was going to be Google Analytics and Facebook Pixels. I mean, they're sort of your, your two standalone, relatively straightforward and easy ones to use. It was a great um, starting point. Okay, all right, good. Okay, so uh, we'll wait for some few more questions, but I believe that uh, Dave and Sophie got some questions for me. So uh, I better hold on to my seat here because I have no idea what's going to get fired at me. So go for it, guys. I don't know who's going to go first. Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Um, are you going to start? <laughs> uh, so I was just going to say that in terms of, um, would you suggest to completely remove yourself from Amazon or be active on both uh, Amazon and your self-made store at the same time? Yeah, so never leave Amazon uh, would be my, my, my gut feel, uh, unless there's a, there's a specific reason to do that. Uh, I, would, I would always leave my stuff on Amazon. And I would certainly leave that certainly to start off with as well, because the chances are that Amazon is a much bigger brand than what your website's going to be. So if you've got on there also sold on Amazon, what they can do is they can then go back to Amazon and look on Amazon and see that actually if they're looking at your website and they're not too sure, they could buy it on Amazon and make sure they get the customer service they're used to if they don't think they're going to get it from your website. So it does actually add value to do that, uh, to have it in two places. Um, the other sort of key things around Amazon is, is you know, Amazon has all the traffic, okay? So there is traffic going to Amazon you don't have to pay for. You just have to pay for it by the ads or by your listings. So, you know, you, they're, they're the sort of the options. You know, it could be that, you know, with your own website, you, you've got to pay for the traffic. With Amazon, you get the traffic for free, but you get the, the cost way out. So I would stick with Amazon. Uh, I would keep products in there. Uh, I would probably put, um, yeah, I'll, that's what I would do. I would stay on Amazon and I would keep products in there because they've got traffic. And if you don't, 
your competitors going to get are going to get the sell, not you. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess a follow up from that would be is when would you decide to create your own store? Would you do that at the, at the beginning when you're starting out on Amazon for the first time? Would you then create your store at the same time, or would you do that further down the line? When whenabouts would you would you decide to create your own store? Okay, so I would say it depends on what you've what you've done in the US. If you're US and you've come into the EU and you've already got a website and you've already got a you know a, 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 an e-commerce platform that, or or uh, site that you're using then you know i would you know i would expand that straight away um what you do need to make sure is that if i click on that from the uk i click on your website it comes up in pounds the shipping is in you know is going to be shipped from a local destination you know if someone from france or germany clicks on it they're going to see the price in, in euros you know so you need to bear that in mind if you see if you get if i get a website uh, and i see it in dollars i just click off it straight away Okay, so you really need to think about that. Um, and the other thing to think about is, is the sort of, uh, uh, again. say that question to me again, Dave. I sort of got diverted in my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, when would you decide to move, um, or when would you decide to create your own store? Would, would that be at the same time as Amazon or, or later on on Winabouts with that? Okay, good. So if I didn't have my own store, I would have that in mind right from the beginning. But at the beginning, what I'd be doing is building up the social uh, brand on, on the social networks. So while I'm selling products on Amazon, I'm building up the brand and, the, and, and my following and, my, and everything else. And then from there, what I'm then going to be doing is then transferring those people uh, when I open up my store to then send them to my store. Uh, and that's how I would do that. I have a question following on from that um, around ads. Uh, would you run ads to your website? Would I run ads to the website? Yeah. Yeah, apologies, the dog's going mad. Uh, so yes, I would, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, it's the best way of generating traffic and bringing people in. Depending on your product, I would have a mixture of Facebook ads. I'd have perhaps if you've got lots of great products, I'd be sending them to YouTube people to do unboxing videos and test it. I'd be sending them to Facebook pages, influencers, and I'd be basically sending it everywhere to get as much free traffic as possible and then adding weight and adding um, ads to those. And is there a guide on how much these ads are going to cost? Unlimited. You can literally spend an unlimited pot of cash. Uh, I would say you start small and you test and measure, test and measure, test and measure. When you start seeing see the results and you start seeing a, a good uh, cost per click and, and return on your investment, at that point, what you need to do is basically take that to the next level and then start scaling that. And basically look to double your, um, your investment every couple of days. So let's say you start off at £5, you then take that to £10, then £15, then £20, then £40, six, you know, whatever. You, know, you want to scale that and start. Don't go, oh, well, I'm spending £5 a day, that's working £300. Like, it doesn't work. You have to scale it bit by bit. The algorithm doesn't like it. And uh, last question from me, uh, with these websites, uh, how do you find fulfillment centers? What fulfillment centers are we gonna need to have? Okay. Yeah, nice little link there, Sophie. I see what you did. Uh, so I think that's a really good point because when you first start on these websites, what you can do is you can fulfill your goods out of Amazon. So you can use FBA and, and fulfill that. You can't do it if it's an eBay order, uh, but you can do that for other platforms. Uh, now, when you start getting to a point, it just becomes too costly. So at that point, you want to find a, 
a third party logistics and warehouse storage center fulfillment center like ours. Others are available, but clearly ours is the best. Uh, and you know, you want to find someone that can do that and ship your products to wherever you want in the, in the world. Now, I would suggest if you're in the EU, you get someone to do that just in the EU, that's much more effective. You know, as soon as you start sending them outside of those areas, the costs just ramp up. So you're better off shipping from other parts of the world in some of those. As much as I'd love to ship it worldwide for you, it's uh, sometimes the cost is better to do it uh, in different regions. Um, so definitely, once you start selling on your own website, at that point, you need to find a fulfillment center and start thinking about that as you scale. You don't need to do that straight away, but you can do that once you've uh, built up your experience and knowledge uh, and you're comfortable. So, you know, if you start getting more than five orders a day, you know, you need to have a fulfillment center because five orders a day is fine, but outside of that, you just need to get somebody else to do that for you. There we go. How's that? Is that all the questions? I think so. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So no other questions have come in, which has been great. Uh, so thank you very much to all who have listened. Um, uh, next in the series uh, is list building. Uh, we're going to talk about how to build a list to help you to sell more on your on your website. Uh, if you need any more information, support globallycomexperts.com. Use your face, uh, Facebook social channels. You can get us on. Uh, our phone number is there. And today's outcomes, just to recap, we've talked about platforms. We've talked about moving away from Amazon, the benefits, the difference between Amazon and the website, and Q&A, uh, which has been really good. So thank you very much. So thank you very much to everyone. Thank you very much to Dave and Sophie. So uh, thank you, guys. And I will see you and speak to you all soon.